magnetic therapy, aura cleansing, and faith healing. At the end of World War II, physical therapy carved out a tentative place on the fringes of respectable medicine. But it would be decades before doctors would stop associating massage therapy with hookers and happy endings. Then, when Richard Nixon went to China in 1971, an amazing thing happened. A New York Times correspondent covering President Nixon's historic visit had an emergency appendectomy. James Reston was rushed to the Chinese anti-imperialist hospital. At first, his treatment was similar to our practices in the West. Doctors gave him a standard injection of xylocaine and benzocaine to anesthetize the area, though Reston was surprised to be kept awake for the whole surgery. A few nights later, when he complained of pain, things began to seem foreign. Li Changyuan, a doctor of acupuncture at the hospital, was sent to treat him. Reston was slightly reluctant, but decided to consider it an experiment. When Reston agreed, the doctor inserted three long, thin needles into his right elbow and below his knees, then manipulated the needles. Within an hour, his pain was gone and never came back. To his surprise, Reston learned that Professor Li Pang Chi, the medical doctor responsible for his case, had initially been reluctant to accept acupuncture as a viable treatment, too. Despite his reservations, he had come to recognize that, quote, the body is an organic unity, that illness can be caused by imbalances between organs, and that stimulation from acupuncture can help restore balance, end quote. In his seminal piece in the New York Times, Reston wrote, it has been suggested that maybe this was a journalistic trick to learn something about needle anesthesia. This is not only untrue, but greatly overrates my gifts of imagination, courage, and self-sacrifice. There are many things I will do for a good story, but getting slit open in the night or offering myself as an experimental porcupine is not among them. If Americans winced, it was not for long. What they saw for the first time was a brave journalist subjecting himself to long, thin, strange-looking needles. And then, without the full-body blow of narcotics, Without so much as a second needling, his post-operative pain went away. When Reston quoted Dr. Su Hung Tu as saying, Diseases have inner and outer causes. The higher nervous system of the brain affects the general physiology. Americans were listening. Health-conscious fitness nuts in California and elsewhere were already jogging, going to chiropractors, and eating tofu. They had never liked the idea of taking heavy narcotics for pain, or general anesthesia for minor surgeries. After Reston's article, they started to become curious about what acupuncture could offer. Previously, people had believed that acupuncture was either pure bunk or placebo. From a Western medical model, sticking needles into the body made no sense at all. It was laughable. But the countercultural movement at home and abroad was gradually making Americans aware that people from all different ethnicities and backgrounds might actually have something to offer. The white American patriarchy was not the only source of knowledge and authority. Both patients and doctors were beginning to think that either millions of Chinese people had been duped for 2,500 years, or there was something to the practice of acupuncture. At first, when American doctors tried to use the techniques, they got highly unreliable results. Chinese medicine is premised on a network of energy meridians that correspond to different organs. Taking a practical approach, the doctors merely stuck the needles in the designated points without understanding any of the principles behind the practice. They might as well have tried to take blood by stabbing a syringe into the patient's body at random. 
doing acupuncture with a Western approach was just as unlikely to work. As a result, acupuncture was branded an experimental medical procedure in 1978. Under this designation, it could only be performed by authorized doctors under experimental protocols. But by that time, the public was so enthralled with acupuncture that many people went to England, France, or China to study it. I went to Monterey. Off on the right foot. Internal medicine specialist Dr. Hector Prestera was one of the first physicians in the country to use acupuncture. When I graduated college, I drove to California to meet him and ended up studying acupuncture with him for a year before I went to medical school, expecting to be a neurologist. As I explain in Chapter 1, that aspiration was doomed from the start. After learning to see the body as a whole, the idea of treating individual symptoms as if they had nothing to do with each other, which Western neurology teaches, was as appalling to me as operating with a blindfold on.